Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat Daf Tzadi Bet Amud Bet, continuing with our study of Parak Hamatznia. And this Mishnah, as promised, we are going to uh, use uh, caring as an example and a way of exploring different uh, general issues about Malacha. Somebody takes a loaf out of Tushutarbim. And we picked a loaf here because a loaf is something that's very small. You'll see why. He's chayav. But if two guys take it out together, they are patur. We'll have to see why. Let's say that it's too big. It's not a loaf, but something much bigger. That one person could not take out alone and two people took it out. Then chayavin. They are both chayav. We will see yet a third opinion. Uh, more stringent than Tanakama in a moment. I'm Rabbi Huda Marav. I'm Rabbi Huda Marabaye. I'm Rabbi Manita Tana. So it's either from Rav, from Abaye, or from a Brayta. Zeyachol v'zeyachol, Rabmer Mechayev. Even if each guy could do it on his own, and they do it together, Rabmer says they're both Chayav. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon Potrim. Rabbi Huda representing Tanakama in our Mishnah, and we saw that Rabbi Shimon says you're Patur. Zeyno yachol v'zeyno yachol. If neither one of them could do it alone, Rabbi Huda, Rabmer Mechayevim. Here, Rabbi Meir certainly says Yechayav, and Rabbi Yehuda, as per our Mishnah, says Chayav, and Rabbi Shimon, as per our Mishnah, says Patur. Zeyachol no yachol. Let's say one guy could do it, the other guy couldn't do it, they did it together, which means the guy who couldn't do it is merely assisting the guy who could have done it alone. Divrei hakol Chayav. Even Rabbi Shimon says, you are Chayav. So this Brayta uh, is similar to the other Brayta, or the statement of Rav or Abaye, um, uh, and it follows the pattern of the Mishnah, but again, adding in Rav Meir's opinion. Now, what's the source of these three different opinions? The Tana Rabbanan. It starts with the Pasuk about Korban Chatat Kvua in Vayikra Perak Dalet, Ba'asota. If a person is ignorant, is unaware, and violates one of the mitzvot, ba'asota, when that person does it, meaning ha'oset kula, you have to do the full malacha, ha'oset mikzata, not doing part of it. And the notion here is that if two people work together to do it, you only did part, and the other one did part. Ketzad, what's the application? So we see it's not just about caring. Let's say there were two people who were holding on to a malgez as like a ma's leg, like a pitchfork, and together piling things, violating imur, becharkar v'shovtina, they were holding on to a loom and weaving, komus v'kotvina, holding on to a pen and writing, kanelo tzilu shudabimah, they're holding on to a stick and take it out, and if it's any of these malachot, yachol yu chayavin, I might think that they are both chayav, tamud omar ba'asota, osed kolav, osed mikzata, you have to do the full malachah to be chayav, each one only did part. Now, that's a very big fig wheel. Uh, it's easier to talk about caring, uh, to use as an example of things that need more than one person. If neither one of them could have carried it, uh, then... Uh, and they carried it. Rabbi Shimon takes the more lenient position, as we saw, that even though um, 
Neither one of them could have done it alone, and they did it together. They're patur asota, and he has a different take on asota. It's not just your part, percentage of what happened, but rather yachid that if two people do malacha together, regardless of their independent ability to complete it, they are patur. Now, where is the machloket, the three-year machloket, here in, uh, in, in this application? Pahai Kra, in the same pasuk, about Asota, it's the one pasuk on the page, Nefesh is a person, Achat is a person, and Techata is in the singular. Uh, Right, there's three miutim here, meaning three singular statements, uh, in, uh, uh, verbs, or nouns that are in the singular, nefesh and achat and asota. So nefesh achat, techta achat, basota achat. Now, or the way you read it is nefesh techta achat techta basota techta. Achad and utezel kerezaminiach. One is is uh, eliminating somebody who does half a malacha. You picked it up, and the other guy put it down, like the first mishnah we had in the masachet. And the other one is eliminating somebody who, uh, two people who could, to, could each one of them could fulfill, could complete the malacha alone, but they did it together. And the third one is to eliminate a case where they needed each other to do it, and yet, uh, it has to be one person doing it. That's Rabbi Shun. Rabbi Huda agrees with the number. He buys the first mute. He buys the second mute. If an individual does the malacha, not because he was mistaken, but because Beitin was mistaken, and this comes down to uh, the Allah of Par Helm Dabishul Tzibur, then uh, he is exempt. And Rabbi Shimon doesn't accept that because he disagrees with the halacha and says in such a case the person is indeed chayav. Now, what does Rabbi Meir do with all of this? That's not how the pasuk is written. Because it says nefesh and achat. So each one eliminates uh, a group. And so, one is the mute that we'll all accept, which is when each one does half a lacha. And the other one is what Rabbi Yehuda said, which is to eliminate someone who did it barat beitin, which means regardless of ability, uh, they are going to uh, both be chayav, even if they both needed each other. Okay, now, back to the Brita, we said that if one is able and one is unable, everybody agrees he is Chayav, and we assume the he is the Yachol. Which one is Chayav? The one who is able to. If you think it's the one who couldn't, my COVID, he didn't do anything. After all, the Malach was being done without his help. The answer is he is doing something, he's assisting. So said back, somebody who just assists in something that could be done without his help doesn't count. And now we're going to see several supports for this notion of We have a bright this is about Tumat Midras with a Zav. Let's say a Zav was sitting on a bed. And there's a garment under each one of the legs of the bed. They're all Tumat Midras. Because the bed can't stand on three legs. It needs four legs. He disagrees. And that's an independent Zav issue. Let's say he's riding on an animal. Let's say each animal, each leg of the animal has a garment underneath it. 
Tahorot, they're all Tahor. The animal could stand even on two legs. And therefore, no single leg is absolutely necessary, and therefore none of them are Tameh, which means each one is an Asayeya. Vamai, Hankam Asayeya Bahadi Adadi. The fourth leg is helping the other three. The answer is, Lamashum Namunim Asayeya Bahamash. It's because we hold that Masayeya is insignificant. Who says the I could argue that Masayeya does count. But this is different because the animal is actually totally picking up one leg at a time, unlike the bed. Since each leg is getting picked up at a different time, they have a but then it should still count because it's like a zav rolling from bed to bed. Milotan, we have a Mishnah Zavim, Zav Shemutal Chemishah Saf Salim. Let's say a Zav was lying there, five benches lined up together, and he's lying on them. Or Chemesh Pundaot, five chairs, the Orkan Tmeim. If he's lying lengthwise, meaning he's on all of them, then Tmeim. But the Rachbanim, he's lying lengthwise, which means I'm lying on one, and uh, and, uh, sorry, he's lying, if he's lying uh, widthwise, which means across them, then Tahorin. But Yashen, if he went to sleep, he might have rolled on all of them, even though that's just like the horse that has its uh, legs go up one at a time. It must be that we hold which of course can't apply to the benches, which in the case of each bench, all of its legs are needed and the bench is needed. So he quotes Rav as saying, I'll bring you more support to the idea that because Rabbi Yossi Omer, Asus metameh al yadav, hachamor al aglav. Asus is only metameh, that which is under his forelegs, and the donkey on his back legs. Why? Shemashanat asus yadav, hachamor al aglav, because the horse puts most of its weight forward, and the donkey most of its weight backwards. V'amai, why do we say that? Hakam asayi v'ahadi yadadi, in the case of the horse, the back legs, in the case of the donkey, the forelegs are helping. Hamashanat min masayin mamash, again, proving masayin ha'inbo mamash. Amravashi, af'an namitanina. So uh, we we have the same uh, we have support for the same idea. Rebeliezer Omer. This now is about avodat Tamikdash, where kohen must be standing on the uh, on the ritzpat ha'azara. If let's say a kohen were to do kabbalat adam while standing on one foot in the on the azara and the other legs in the air, that's fine. But if he has his other leg on something else, one rock, one foot is on a rock that's on top of the floor. The other on the floor. If he could, the way he's standing, if the rock were to be taken away, he could stand on the one leg on the floor. Then I'm going to talk sherats kasher because the rock is simply supporting that which is unnecessary. But if he's leaning so much that if he took the rock away, he'd fall over, then it's pasul. Why is it kasher if he's merely leaning a little bit? It's helping. Isn't it because, again, that same principle? So Amaravina has another proof. This is again with the avodah. You have to do the avodot with the right hand. Let's say the Kohen accepted the dam with his right hand, and the left hand was supporting it. And again, the left hand supporting the right. We see how four proofs, two from Zav and Midras, and two from Avodah, in the Beit HaMikdash, the Nesayea Ein Bo Mamash. And therefore, the only guy who is Chayav in the case of Zeachol, Zeinoyachol, is the Yachol. Amamar, Zeachol v'Zeachol, Rameir Mechayev. Now, Rameir says that even if both are capable, then they're Chayav. 
Let's see how much you have to carry out. For instance, let's say these two guys, or both capable, carry out a grogerit of food. Is that enough, or do you need a gro- two grogerit, one for each guy? And of course, the, the machloket is only within the mayor's opinion. You need a shiur for each. No, if there's a grogrit, that's called caring, and two guys did the malacha. Now, that's why Papa, not of Papi, who's quoting Rava, says we have support for this idea. Which idea? The same Mishnah we just saw in about Zavim, with the guy sitting on the bed, and there's a garment under each leg. Because it can't stand on three. Maybe we should have four Zavim on there, because you need a Zav. And if each thing is independent, then you need four. Isn't it because we say, even in a composite case, one shiur of the action is enough? Here it's a zav, and it distributes across the four. I'll support this notion again, that shiur This is in Shabbat, later on in the Masachet. If a deer walks into a house with an open door, one guy shut the door in front of him. Chayav, he's chayav for tzedah. Now, Lushnai, let's say that the door wasn't an open-shut thing, but they, they had to sit in front of the door to block it, and together they blocked it. Pturin. Let's say that it was what I just described, which is a doorway that needs two guys, one guy alone, neither of them would be enough. Then chayavim. You should need two deers, because each guy has to trap a deer. Trapping half a deer doesn't mean anything. Again, supports the notion that within Ramea we would say, Shi'ur Echad Lechulam. Amoravina Af Ananamitanina. We have another Brightah. Which is if you have partners who stole and then slaughtered the animals. They have to pay four and five. Chayavin. Right now. The Chayavin, which means, of course, they would have to pay between them. They'd split the payment of the animal they stole times four or five. But they should each have to steal an animal so that there is a shear for each. Isn't it because we say that when partners act in concert, there has to be a violation. A violation is one animal. I'll support that again. On Shabbat, two guys carried out a very big stick. It's a loom. Uh, for a weaver, chayavin. For my libeshir hotzal is evashir hotzal is a half a stick is not a shear, even though it's big. Lamishon l'minishir chalachulan. So Rav Acha b'reidu Rav Lavashi. Dilma deipe kedel vashal beitak kalalazav beitak kalalazav. Wait a second. Remember what we said about wood. If it can't be used for its basic purpose, like as a re- as a as a reed for a, a quill, then it has to be enough to cook a white egg. So maybe this stick is big enough to cook two eggs. Then why didn't they just pick a stick? Why did they pick a, a weaver's loom? Maybe each one has enough space on it to weave a minimal thing. That last one's not really a proof. So, Rabbi Shimon Mechayev, we have this, uh, Tana came in front of Nachman, and taught us something that goes against everything we've just seen. If two guys carried out this big stick, there, we, we assume, Ze'ino Yechol, Ze'ino Yechol, they're patur, and Rabbi Shimon says Chayav, Klape Laya, that's backwards, 
Ela what did Rav Nachman tell the Tana to do? Say, Chayavin Rabbi Shimon Poter, reverse it because you had your Brita backwards. Chachamim, which is both Rabbi Yud and Rabbi would say, Chayav, and Rabbi Shimon would say, Patur. Okay, uh, in the next Mishnah, we're going to deal with the issue of Ikar and Tafel. Uh, in the meantime, it should have a wonderful day.